Welcome to another episode of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, a music industry podcast where everything is terrible and the house is on fire. I'm Matt Bacon here with my lovely co-host, Curtis Stewart. Hello, hello, hello. And our amazing guest, Vitor Teixeira. Hey, what's up, dudes? <laughs> how, are you, how are you doing today, Vitor? I'm good. And you guys? You know, another We're day in paradise. <laughs> every day. Every day. Matt put it up to 10. Point being, yeah. so... For those who aren't in the Novi tour, who are you yeah. and what do you do? Oh, man, I do a lot of stuff. <laughs> okay. Um, in short, I'm a producer and mixing and mastering engineer uh, here in Lisbon, Portugal. Uh, and uh, I, I own a manager and PR company, too. In short, that's it. Well, okay. Did... Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I was going to say, so how long have you been doing uh, being the jack of all trades for all these things? Maybe for, I don't know, maybe four years now. Um, the production side has been like, like my love for like my maybe 15 years. Uh, but it's pretty tough here in Portugal to, to do it because um, it's a small country and uh, we don't have that many bands. Yeah. Um, but um, like like maybe five years ago, I, I started thinking maybe I I'm not cut up to this. Uh, maybe I should some I should do maybe I should do something with something else with my life, you know. And then because mm-hmm. um, it it because what it, were you doing before? Yeah, the production and I was a musician. I, oh, okay. I had some, I had some I had some metal bands because I grew up listening to metal and I played a lot of metal uh because it's funny because nowadays i'm i'm no mostly known for uh an indian rock alternative popish something producer you know not mm-hmm. metal at all <laughs> which is crazy for me uh, because i started when i had my when i had my bands i started producing metal uh that's my background uh and it's crazy for me to think that i'm i'm known for indian pop shit right now you know uh that i love yeah i love that uh and and uh i well i wish i had something something more of metal to do uh but but there aren't many metal bands in here um because indie is so so much it's the thing right now in portugal indie and hip-hop hip-hop it's all over the world i guess but um indie is a huge thing uh, right here it's it's crazy um for a second yeah. there i thought you said indian music and then i realized you said indie music took me a yeah, second indie music yeah yeah indie music <laughs> cool <laughs> and yeah like five years ago i started thinking maybe maybe i should do something uh to get work and still work on the the business and the industry um and i started to think about managing and uh, promoting bands because i have a uh, a course of that i don't know it's not a degree but uh, i studied it mm-hmm. 
I went to London to study for for a, a few uh, few years too, um, mm-hmm. and then I started doing it. And it's funny because when I started doing it, I I started to have the money to to put on and invest on my production uh, jobs and you know, in nice. on my studio. Mm-hmm. And then I started growing and growing. It was crazy. And, and yeah, that's how I became the jack of all trades. Okay. So how does one, well, let me rephrase the question I was about to say. Yeah. So how do you go from like doing the production and all the rest of that type of stuff to management? Like how did you get your first client, I guess is what I'm trying to ask. Oh man, let, let me think about it. Um, my first client was... They were a friend of mine, a friend of mine. Yeah, I knew them already, mm-hmm. um, and they they knew I I had a a clinical thinking, you know, about stuff mm-hmm. and the industry. And I've been I've been playing and in the music industry when, since I was like fifteen. Um, <laughs> I toured Europe a bunch. Uh, I've done it all. Uh, and then it reached the point that I was, that I was like, yeah, I want to start my family. I want to marry my girl <laughs> and mm-hmm. I want to settle down, you know, because uh, yeah. the touring, it, it took a toll on me. Uh, I think it, it takes a toll on everyone, I guess. Uh, yeah. But uh, it was too much for me. And I thought, yeah, maybe I, I'll just start doing my my things here in the studio and then yeah but the the first band i have started to manage uh they were my friends now they don't exist but yeah uh, which is unfortunate but it, it happens yeah. um and yeah and then it's word to mouth man word of mouth uh since we are a, a, a little country here in europe um everyone knows each other you know yeah. Uh, um, and I started to gain more clients like that. That's it. So, okay. So, well, how do you, this might sound like a dumb question, but so how Good. do you manage to stay like afloat if you're only handling Portuguese clients, unless I misunderstood something like how can you stay, stay like if there's not that many bands there. Like you said, how do you stay afloat financially if you're mainly focusing on Portuguese clients? Well, that's that's a good question, but that's there are not not many bands, yeah, that's true. But yes. there are a lot of good ones. Um, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. Maybe I'm just smart for the business. You know, I I do it. I have I've got no problems with money right now. And I just try to reinvent myself every day, uh, and uh, and to do some things, something cool with the bands too. Um, and yeah, that's it. I, I so, cannot complain. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So okay. So now, how do you juggle mm-hmm. between doing the management, the PR, and the production? Because that's a lot of shit to manage. I would think. So yeah. how do you how do you do that without? like leaving a lot of stuff undone scheduling well how well like, well, like yeah. how because i mean like that's like i mean production like all the rest of that i mean it takes a lot of time so like let's hear some yeah. secrets uh if you got them <laughs> I, I don't think i've got them uh <laughs> Fair it, enough. I, I, I just go with the flow uh 
maybe I sleep less than I should. <laughs> Fair enough. But, yeah. Uh, but scheduling is a big thing for me. Um, I keep my agenda always on par with things. Uh, I, I have, I've got hours for everything. Uh, like, let's see, uh, 9 p.m. I start producing and I'm with the band. Uh, but I can answer a phone call and I've got my, my assistant to, to pick up the session because um, I'm fortunate to have a, a, an assistant. Okay, uh, so you got someone working with you. Okay. Yeah, in the studio, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I worked in the studio for two years or three uh, um, alone and I, yeah, I was going crazy because it, I'm it sure. was too much. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but now I've got Antonio from Places Around the Sun. He's my 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 assistant. Uh, oh, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I produced their their band, and yeah, you know what, Curtis. Um, yeah. And yeah, I I just some sometimes I I've got to work on until until midnight or past midnight. You know, it's it's the job. Uh, I don't care. I I like it. So maybe I'm. At midnight or past midnight, I, I'm still mixing stuff. Uh, but but I, I always keep uh, time for my family. Yeah, that's a big issue for me. Uh, when 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 my wife's home, I don't I don't work at all. Interesting. Uh, and, Interesting. Um, I can send emails and all that shit, but uh, nothing else. Only if if I'm on a deadline, and she she understands it. Uh, totally. She knows I'm a hustler, so yeah. She knows uh, I've got to do it, so I, so that will would make me go way crazier than that. Don't don't doing it, you know, yeah. uh, not doing it. Uh, but yeah, that's how I keep doing it, and yeah, that's it. I don't think it's a there's a big secret, you know. It's just being methodical. Matt, let's let's hear your thoughts on this because I know you're a big fourteen hour work day guy. Um, no, I think that's important. I think putting together that schedule is really crucial because I think if you don't have a to-do list of things to do, nobody, then you just won't know what to do, which like sounds yeah. really silly, but it's kind of true. Would you yeah. basically agree with that? Yeah, man. I've got my schedule worked up for weeks and weeks from now. You know, uh, I know everything I'm going to do a week from now. Uh and that means like 9 p.m. something, 10 p.m. the same shit. Uh, mm -hmm. But after after uh, two o'clock, I'm doing uh, management stuff, or I'm trying to get my emails organized. And my inbox is it's crazy, dude, because everyone yeah. tells me, "How the fuck you've got your inbox with no emails?" And I just tell them everything that's done, it goes away. That's it. So Okay, so wait a minute. Back up. So you got a zero inbox somehow? I do. Okay. I do. So how do you, how do you do that? I've I have not been able to pull that off in probably two years. I, I'd like to hear how do you how do you pull off a zero inbox? Yeah, I've got I've got a rule. Um, I answer everyone in twenty four hours. Everyone, I mean everyone. Um, and when I don't, I apologize to them. <laughs> Fair enough. And. And I use my emails to keep me on check. Uh, like, okay, I've got to answer this this guy, or I've got to do this. Um, and when it's done, it leaves the, the inbox. That's it. It's pretty simple, actually. That's very simple. I don't know how much more basic you can get. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> That's what I, what I, I was telling you. There's no secret. For me, I guess. Yeah. Maybe no, that's just the way enough. I am, you know? Yeah. No, fair enough. Okay. So then, so now how do you block? Okay. So just, just continuing with the time management thing for a minute yeah. here. So give us a breakdown. Okay. So how do you break down your day usually then? You said you usually do production work between nine and 12 and you do a little bit of management stuff. Yeah. I think you said after two, like what, what's the breakdown of the day? So that way it's organized. Yeah. I usually start around nine or 10 PM. Uh, 10 a.m. Okay. Sorry, um, and I, since I, I wake, I woke up. Uh, my ears are fresh. Um, that's why I produce and mix uh, during the morning. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, <clears throat> I start with that. Then I grab lunch. Uh, maybe watch some TV, play a video game because I'm a huge gamer and I mm -hmm. and I still still play a lot of video games, believe Same. it or not. <laughs> uh, I do it too. <laughs> yeah. And then around maybe 2, 2 p.m., yeah, I start uh, going through my emails, mm -hmm. uh, talking to everyone that I need to get things going with management and PR. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe around 6, 7 p.m., I stop working. And then I grab dinner, I go walk the dog, and if I need to, I will work on production stuff uh, and mixing stuff, but like nitpicky stuff, you know, uh, mm -hmm. not really going deep on the, the mixes and the masters or, or whatever. But usually I, I really like the, the night, uh, nighttime to, to be creative. And that's where when I do the, the things that I'm most proud of in mixing and production. So you basically break it down so that way you kind of have a break yeah. in the morning and then you have a break yeah, at night or breaks, shortly yeah. in the late afternoon and then yeah. keep going after that. Okay, so yeah. it's not like full on 24-7, but you kind of, and where more, most people kind of go like eight to five, you're going like breaking it up so that way you can have a full day. Yeah. So it yeah. gets you more productive. And sometimes I take a nap, man. It's just the way it goes. Sometimes I need it. Uh, during the afternoon, I, I take a nap because I, I know that I will be working late. Uh, sometimes till three, sometimes till four, uh, even six. Uh, yeah. Not that much nowadays, but yeah, sometimes it happens because I've got a deadline to. Yeah, to, yeah but yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm just I'm just methodical, I guess. Because it and it's ironic because when I was growing up, I was a huge mess and I had no yeah. method at all. You know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and I was I wasn't a good student student at all. Um, I just wanted to play guitar and bass and whatever, and yeah, sing yeah. Uh, and have have a, have a band. And uh, yeah, my teachers weren't that happy with me because they always thought they always thought they I was uh, uh, I didn't have any any future, you know. Because music in here in Portugal is not. Uh, a uh, common thing for one to go with through through with it you know yeah i want to be a musician everybody everyone knows, <laughs> thinks oh what the fuck are you doing with your life dude uh and yeah it was tough but i don't know how i found my method uh and i'm a, a really organized guy nowadays i don't know why and <laughs> where, where, it, where did it came from 
whatever works, right? <laughs> yeah, whatever it works. Matt, you wanted to ask the next question before I go into the next one? Yeah, so let's say you take um, someone on for management. Yeah. What does that look like? Um, well, we've got both sides, sides that one, uh, they come talk to me or I find them because I like to pursue bands too. Um, if they talk to me, they've got to, they got to deliver a perfect pitch, dude. Uh, uh, they got to say who, who they are. They got, they, they have to show me their music. And since I'm, I'm a producer, they should know that I'm a nitpicky guy. Um, when I listen to the recordings, I'm going to deconstruct them. Um, and I'm going to say, yeah, this doesn't, this doesn't work for me. Uh, go redo it and we'll talk about it maybe in a year or something. Uh, and, and sometimes I just love a band so much uh, that I pursue them. I just DM them or something like that or an email. Um, yeah, uh, a lot of bands that, that I've got nowadays that I manage, uh, it was like that. Or, and it happens that uh, some, some band just uh, wants me to produce their record uh, or their EP or whatever uh and to mix it uh and i love it so much that that i just ask them do you want do you want me to manage you or to to take care of the pr for you and usually they know my name uh and they say yes that's about it nowadays let me let me just go back for a second so yeah when a band so okay so if a band comes to you and they want to get man managed by you and you're that nitpicky on it have you yeah. ever have you ever taken a band that you didn't really 100 percent like how it sounded but you felt like they could do well anyways i did you i did? did okay yeah okay yeah so it's not uh, always like that no okay. a great example of that is places around the sun uh i love their i love their songs yeah uh and it was really different from the the other bands that i've got yeah. Uh, because it's mainly psychedelic rock and and pop indie pop, you know. Yeah. Uh, and they are they are rock, uh, heavy rock or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. And uh, the other rec recordings and the other product, the other productions, I wasn't really, really one hundred percent confident about them. Uh, yeah. But the songs were there, dude. Uh, they were good. Uh, and if a song is, is it's good, it's good no matter the, the production um and that's why i take care of them and they asked me to produce their newest record yeah so okay so like just i want to get into the pr aspect of things for a minute here mm -hmm. you just handle pr for portugal correct you don't do yeah. anywhere else in that? okay no just portugal okay. yeah okay so how does one how, how many roughly how many rock rock metal indie places are there in portugal for uh, actual outlets like i have no idea uh Roughly. like radio or well, like for all of the media well i guess all the media like i don't know really yeah. know i don't know much about the portuguese music yeah. industry so yeah well, so on the rock side not many uh okay. we've got like two two magazines 
okay. big mag so like, magazines. Yeah. So like Hammer and like one other one. Yeah, it's Metal Hammer and Loud Magazine, uh, okay. and that's about it. Uh, okay. And then you've got uh, the Blitz magazine that, that it covers a lot of genres and it covers rock too. Um, but those are mainly it. Uh, and then for uh, indie and alternative rock, you've got a lot of them because what I said earlier, it's mm -hmm. everyone loves indie nowadays in Portugal. Uh, so they go after it. And we've got like, Talking about big ones, maybe five magazines okay. and four big radios. And that's okay. about it. Yeah. Okay. So then how many blogs approximately would you say? Uh, we had a rough guess. A lot. A lot of a lot. blogs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but if I would, would have guessed maybe like 200 blogs. Okay. So you got uh, and that's a lot. Yeah, and that's a lot for Portugal. It's a small country, uh, but it's a lot. That uh, is quite a bit. Yeah, we've got a huge, huge um, musical tradition in here. Um, everyone loves music. Um, wow. And the festivals in here are huge in Europe. Uh, um, like Nose Alive, it's a huge festival in Europe. And it's, it's from, from Lisbon. Um, and everyone goes... Even from I don't know England, Germany, everyone comes to 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 alive. Wow. Uh, we've got a new huge tradition, and we've got a lot of uh, cool um, every every festivals too. Um, nice that uh, we had some cool cool bands playing here, uh, and we we have them so every every year. Um, Sonic like, Blast Modelo is a really cool one. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, and we've, we, we got Voa too. Uh, yeah. It's a huge one. Um, you guys got a lot of festivals for being such a small country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we do. We do. Uh, and they're always packed. <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> because we, in total we are 10 million and it, that's just laughable. 10 million people. Uh, and the festivals are always full, dude. Always. That's insane. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. And we've so, got, yeah, yeah. Shoot. Well, what I was going to say though is okay, so you got all the festivals and stuff. So, how do you, as a PR guy though, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How, how, okay, so you get a band coming to you, they want to get exposure. So, how, how do you pitch solely just to Portuguese? How do I want to phrase this? Because this, this doesn't make any sense the way I was about to say it. How do you make sure that you get maximal coverage in Portugal for a band that comes mm -hmm. to you? Uh, it's not that easy, actually, nowadays. Uh, but I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, dude. It's a struggle every day. Um, yeah. Because totally. I, th I think there's, there, there's a a big problem in the world that everyone is a critic um oh, yeah. and every everyone knows about music mm -hmm. um but I, I don't think it should be that way uh because maybe music critics and reviewers uh they shouldn't listen to their favorite genres only mm -hmm. you know uh they should broaden their horizons um they shouldn't uh talk about their personal 
not 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 it's not feelings that i want to say i'm not remembering the word but sometimes it feels like um they're just writing about stuff they 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 like mm -hmm. um and they should talk more about what they don't like but not in a douchey way you know mm -hmm. um <clears throat> and it's pretty difficult to to just put a band all over the place uh, and all the radios and all the magazines but because I think some some this is going to come out I don't know if, if someone from Portugal listens to this they're going to laugh but um, sometimes it, it I think that some dudes that write for these blogs and all, all, all of that shit they just do it so they can get tickets for the festivals you know mm -hmm. oh totally yeah. that's definitely yeah. a thing yeah and yeah. they don't put the work in it yeah. and that sucks dude because their name is there they don't want to help any bands they don't care about music they just care about them uh if i they always think if i can go to this festival like zero zero euros let's fucking do it i'm just going to write one or two articles a month and that's it and I'm going to help uh, my huge friends band, you know, <laughs> my shitty friends band. Uh, and that, that happens a lot in here. I'm smiling as you say this, by the way, because yeah. this is so true. <laughs> yeah. So it's not only in Portugal. Okay. That, that's it's cool. Not. <laughs> that's shitty, dude. I hate that. And, and I hate when they say it out loud and mm -hmm. they're proud of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can go to this festival because I work in what, whatever magazine, and yeah, yeah. that sucks for me, dude. Uh, that's for me, that's the douchiest way to live. Uh, because you're working and you're not working at all, mm -hmm. you're just lying. Um, and you're dis and you're disrespect fuck, disrespecting the business and the industry and the musicians and all the work. Uh, that we put into it uh, I agree. and i've got no fear of telling this to their faces sometimes they don't like me and they don't post stuff <laughs> but i don't care i don't care uh, because I, I don't need i don't need to prove anything you know uh, mm -hmm. i know my bands are good uh, and they they generate enough buzz they're all starting out uh, like Places around the sun, yeah. This is this is their third album, uh, mm -hmm. but speaking in years, they're just children, you know. They're yeah. a small band and they're growing. Uh, yeah. I've got a, the other bands. They they've been active for like two years. They they're pretty small right now, but I can create a buzz and we can create a big buzz around them nowadays. And yeah. for me, uh, that's really cool. Um, because I, since I'm so nitpicky, I, I can, and I, I've got the, I'm fortunate enough to work with things that I want to, uh, mm -hmm. and I can say no to things that I don't want to, um, yeah. when I, when I'm hundred percent sure that I want them and I know that they, they will create some buzz and then we, that we can do this slowly, but surely, you know? Uh, mm -hmm. because I prefer that method. I don't care about uh, 
one single eating just thousands of plays on Spotify. I don't care about that. Let's go mm-hmm. uh, step by step. That's really, really important to me. Um, and I, I yeah, and I always try to have a conversation with them prior to that because you, you guys know musicians. They just, mm-hmm. they're, they're dreamers. Uh, yep. Yeah. I, st- I just recorded an EP and one year from now I'm build, I'll be playing in Alive. That's ridiculous. That won't happen yeah. at all. Uh, yeah. Maybe it will happen if you got that single that it was a massive thing. Uh, but where will you, will you be in two years, maybe? Uh, nowhere. Well, how, how do you... Okay, so how do you as a manager slash publicist deal with people's expectations because i get people coming to me all the time that are brand new they're like you know they think they should be at metal socks metal injection you know pitchfork and it's like their debut ep right so what do you do to manage people's expectations in that sense i just tell them yeah i just tell them that's not going to happen at all (laughs) just a straight no yeah yeah i'm i'm a really direct guy uh maybe that's big that's why i'm just I can do everything that I do, you know, because I'm a really direct guy uh, yeah. and I don't waste time at all. I just yeah. go for it. Even yeah. if it hurts your feelings, yeah. uh, I know if it hurts your feelings, you're going to grow because that's, yeah. go- that's what happened to me when I was a kid. Uh, yeah. I, the first time I went to a studio to record my, my band, they told me, you're shit. And I just took it and went home and... Then the next month I came back and I wasn't anymore, you know, Um, and that's my philosophy when I'm working uh, too. Uh, So, because, so when they come to me and they ask, yo, so can we make it to Blitz? Because it's a huge, huge magazine here. And I'm going to tell him no, no, no chance, dude. Uh, Maybe if we, if we work slowly, uh, you'll put it, put, it, put in the work. You're you're going to re- release more and more singles, uh, an EP, uh, an album, whatever. Maybe yeah. they will start to notice you. Uh, and when they start to notice you, I'm going to talk to them. That's the way. Uh, because I I know them. I know their work. Uh, and it, it, and that's as you know, it's a really really important thing. You you gotta know the people. I agree. Uh, if you don't know them, they don't care. Um, And I always tell bands, let's go slowly. Um, Let's start with uh, little blogs and magazines. They do a lot of cool stuff. Um, And then maybe someone will notice you and then we, we can make it happen. Absolutely. We're, we're running out of time. Um, yeah. But do you have any sort of uh, final words of wisdom about PR before we wrap it up? Yeah. Um, let me think about it. The, the biggest thing for me is to don't be delusional. Um, you got to work, 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 work. That's really important in the music industry. Uh, you gotta be patient. Uh, if you got no patient, you you've got no future in music industry, um, and that speaks not only for PR but everything. Um, totally. We can 
you can't just make everything happen all at once. That's impossible. For me, the guy that does the PR and you guys and for the manager, we can't pull it off. That's impossible. Yep. Everyone needs to know you and everybody ne needs to learn to love you. That's uh, the thing. Everyone needs to learn to love you and to love your music. And it's not, nowadays it's not all about the music. The people gotta love the, the guys that are in the band, you know? Uh, social me media is so fucking important. If you don't know how to manage, manage your f social media, you're missing out because that makes careers nowadays. Agreed. Absolutely. Very well said. Yeah. This has been Dumb and Dumbest. You have been listening. Are we done yet? <laughs>